It's the Americhips with Kim Monson. Now, while this is all going on, I went through President Trump's speech and uh, Chuck and Nancy's rebuttal. The most important story. The American people finally said enough, and that is why they elected Donald Trump. The latest in politics and world affairs. It's almost unbelievable that Trump has extricated the U.S. from the Iran nuclear deal. And opinions and ideas that prepare you to tackle the day ahead. Because ideas matter. It's the Americhicks, dissecting issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left. Agree or disagree, let's have a conversation. Hey, welcome to the Americhicks with Kim Munson. And yes, we are having a conversation about big ideas, headlines out there, what's going on in both our state and our country. So we'll talk about that in this first segment. Second segment, we will be chatting with uh, former Senator, Colorado Senator Kevin Lundberg, regarding this national popular vote that is working its way through the Colorado legislature right now. Um, I think it really neuters the Electoral College, which I think is a very bad idea. A lot of people don't understand the Electoral College, and so we are doing a primer. Uh, all of us need to get up to speed on why the, uh, the founders put that in the Constitution. So that'll be a really great conversation. And then last night, we had our first Vino and Veritas with uh, Dr. Thomas Cranowitter and his team over at Speakeasy Ideas. And it was a roaring success. And we will have uh, Brad Beck on in the third segment uh, with what he learned, his takeaways. And then Rafe Patton uh, will join us in the fourth segment. Uh, he's one of the owners of Harmony Ridge Construction. And they were one of the, spo- or they were the sponsor last night for Vino and Veritas. And uh, so Rafe will join us as well to talk about what, you know, what his takeaways, what he learned last night. And so it's going to be a really terrific conversation. I came away just truly, truly inspired uh, and uh, just really realized that, you know, we've, we've got, I really think that we're in the third founding of our country now uh, with what is going on. And we need to make sure that we have our brains around, uh, that we understand why we believe it. And then be able to articulate that. So that's one of the reasons that we are have started this Vino and Veritas. If you are interested, we are getting close to sold out, I think, for the complete year. We're going to meet the fourth Monday of each month. And so if you want to be part of this, go to um, speakeasyideas.com slash Vino. And be sure and sign up, or you can go to our website, americhicks.com, and uh, there's a link there as well. Uh, so it's uh, it's going to just be an awesome evening, and uh, would love to have you join us. So there's a few spots left, so, so be sure and sign up on that. Uh, let's see. Let me make sure I've done all the things. Oh, yes. Uh, our website is americhicks.com. Be sure and sign up for our emails. And if you have comments... Um, suggestions on things to improve, suggestions on subjects, or just questions, you can email me at kim at americhicks.com. Keep those cards and letters coming. We are also the Americhicks on Facebook and Twitter as well. And then last week with Jason McBride, Presidential Wealth Management, he really shared a story of somebody doing an excellent job very cheerfully. And we would like to share those stories. So if you run across somebody that you think is doing an exceptional job, just let me know. I'm going to tell you a little story. I was down at Union Station last week, and I was in the ladies' room, and there was a young woman who was, was taking care of it, was cleaning the place, and she was doing a great job. And so I decided to, to give her a dollar and say thank you for doing such great work. And the smile that she gave back to me was pretty awesome. So, you know, have some kindness, have some cheer, spread it on. 
uh, keep it going. So, okay. Next thing here is our funnies. Uh, Steve found this for us. Steve, you said the oldest computer can be traced back to Adam and Eve. Surprise, surprise. It was an apple, but with extremely limited memory. Just one bite, and then everything crashed. Including the symbol crash. <laughs> uh, it's going to be one of those. Yeah, it's tough to get that whole uh, drum set back there in the pro- the production studio, right? This room is so crowded. It is so crowded, for sure. So let's jump in here, though. First thing, Kamala Harris has announced that she is running for president. And Steve, you know, what we're seeing is the veil is off on these agendas. She is embracing Bernie Sanders' socialist policies. It's just astounding. You know, I get here fairly early and, you know, with your instructions and things that we have talked about and guide, you know, guidelines, collecting sound bites is an inexact science. So, you know, sometimes they're as plain as the nose in your face. They're easy to snag. Other times they're hiding. But in tracking down this, this particular uh, soundbite that we have standing by here, uh, I saw a kind of a detailed her running down the list of things that she wants to accomplish. And it's free everything. Well, yeah, and eventually, you know, free everything, you end up with Venezuela is what happens. Venezuela, 30, 40 40 years ago, was a thriving, prosperous economy. And with bad policies, what happens is you now have people standing in line for food. But let's go ahead and go to this this soundbite from Kamala Harris regarding health care. Just to follow up on that, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, to reiterate, you support uh, the Medicare for All bill, I think initially co-sponsored by Senator Bernie Sanders. You're also a co-sponsor on on it. I believe it will totally eliminate private insurance. Um, So for people out there who like their insurance, they don't get to keep it? Well, listen, the idea is that everyone gets access to medical care. And you don't have to go through the process of going through an insurance company, having them give you approval, going through the paperwork, all of the delay that may require. Who of us have, has not had that situation where you've got to wait for approval and the doctor says, well, I don't know if your, your insurance company is going to cover this? Let's eliminate all of that. Let's move on. Oh, boy, Steve. Yeah, the government. You've never had a problem with the paperwork with the government, have you? <laughs> Many years ago, I attempted, you know, I usually did our own taxes and my wife was running, you know, a daycare in our, in our home. So, you know, obviously there were all kinds of that launched you into Schedule C. It launched you into, you know, full-blown itemization of everything. And I, I vividly remember one night getting so frustrated and I called uh, the IRS and it... The did call, they answer? Did they oh, answer? yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. The call went to the Ogden center out okay. there in Utah. And I got a reasonably good answer and okay, that's good. And so I put it away for that night and came back to it the next night. And again, I got kind of run up at the tree by all the, you know, the, the, nebulous, yeah. the uh-huh. nebulous instructions. So I called back, asked basically the same question and got a totally different answer. So, you know, yeah, government, anything. Ugh. You know, I think the question is, is, and question to you, our listeners, email me, Kim at Americhicks.com. What does the government do well? Uh, You know, I think that probably would say, well, I want to say the military, although I think that uh, as far as the costs overrun, I think there's all kinds of cost overruns in the military, but I think they do a pretty good job there. But 
boy, I tell you, the other things, I, I look at the post office. I was over at the post office the other day. And uh, the people behind the counter were very cheerful when I finally got there to talk to them. Uh, and then there's all kinds of potholes in the parking lot. But yet we know that the cost uh, overruns are so significant with the post office because primarily because of all the pensions. And how many people have have you heard that do work for the government, but that instead of, you know, every day coming in, and I'm, I not, I'm not saying they don't do a great job, but I know a lot of people are kind of looking at retirement or looking at that pension down the road versus how can I do a great job today? And uh, I'm concerned that if we put health care all over here, in fact, I've taken a look at this. Let me find this. They, this is several independent studies. This is in a Fox News report. It says several independent studies have specifically estimated that government spending on health care would surge $25 trillion to $35 trillion or more in a 10-year period. A study released over the summer by Mercatus Center at George Mason University, for example, estimated that Bernie Sanders' program would cost $32.6 trillion, $3.26 trillion per year over a decade. And by comparison, the federal budget proposal for the fiscal year of 2019 is $4.4 trillion. That is almost the complete budget. It's astounding, Steve. Well, again, in my quest for sound bites, you're, you're getting a lot of other sound bites as well, interesting comments. Many of them were you know, chastising Trump for his tax cuts. And again, this was a panel that I kind of homed in on. And while one guy was lambasting Trump, for the tax cuts, smarter person on the other side of the panel said, you mean that's less money for the government? And that's where you're, you know, that's what you're really complaining about. So the, you know, the discussion was, you know, it, it came off of the Kamala Harris announcement and all the things that she's, you know, going to run on, uh, getting the, the same old thing, it, 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 whether we're talking about health care here, but in that same announcement, she also talked about uh, education, how she's going to, you know, push the free education thing. Well, and, and let's go back to this comment that you just made regarding taxes. And that is the problem with socialists is that it's a zero-sum game. They think that the pie is finite. When we have uh, economist Brian Dimitrovic gone, we realize that if you can increase the pie, you can lower taxes but increase the pie so more people are, are having the dignity of work, that they are taking care of themselves, and they are earning the things that they are choosing to purchase, such as health care, or college education for their kids or whatever, so that they are earning it instead of getting it for free. So so the pie gets bigger because more people are employed. And when the pie gets bigger, even though tax the tax rate would be lower across across the spectrum, the tax revenues actually go up. And uh, so what this comes down to is the elites, you know good and well that they are not going to abide by this this whole health care thing. But it is going to actually limit choices for people, obviously. And it's going to increase the cost, obviously. And the other thing, Steve, just um, I, we're about out of time, is a lot of the major insurance companies signed on to Obamacare because they saw a big windfall for them that they were going to be uh, receiving money from the government regarding, you know, this backfill on the cost for uh, people's insurance. But, you know, you have to be so careful about what you advocate for. So you may be thinking you're using government to get to put you ahead. But now look at this. She is actually advocating getting rid of private health insurance. 
Absolutely. <clears throat> yep. So, so on that note, uh, we've got a, a jam-packed show. We wanted to talk a little bit about Howard Schultz, uh, the CEO of uh, uh, Starbucks, possibly jumping in to run for president as an independent. And the Democrats are having a fit because they feel that that may split the vote. Um, So anyway, we're going to keep you apprised on what happens with that. That could be most interesting. Before we do that, though, it is the Super Bowl this weekend. And Steve, do you have a team? Are you cheering for anybody? I'm going to go with the popular sentiment that's out there, sentiment of everyone's tired of New England. (laughs) So (laughs) go Rams. Go Rams. Okay, so it is. The L.A. Rams, they're facing the Patriots in the Super Bowl. You got it. You do have to respect Tom Brady, though. Oh, my god. To gosh. their credit, what they a are winner. a machine. And and watching the game for the championship the other week, uh, it's just incredible the things that they have in their arsenal. Right. And you think about hard work, discipline. Clearly, you know, they the Patriots do that. So it's gonna, hopefully it's going to be a great game. But the question is, where will you watch the game at? Hooters restaurants, of course. It's your game day headquarters. Special start at $10 for a draft and 10 boneless wings. You can come into any Hooters during the big game and you can enter a brand new 55-inch HDR TV. And did you know that Hooters wings can fly? You can have them delivered right to your doorstep. You can try their new smoked wings. They're delicious and only half the calories. And you can order your Hooters wings to go or have them delivered right to your front door. More information, visit HootersColorado.com. That's HootersColorado.com, and let them know that you know the AmeriChicks. We're going to go to break. When we come back, we'll be chatting with Senator Kevin Lundberg regarding this national popular vote, uh, which is working its way through the Colorado legislature. This is the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson. Stay tuned. All AmeriChicks sponsors are an exclusive partnership with the AmeriChicks and are not affiliated or in partnership with KLZ or Crawford Broadcasting. If you would like to support the work of the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson and grow your business, contact Kim at AmeriChicks.com. That's AmeriChicks.com. Award-winning realtor Karen Levine has 30 years of experience with REMAX Alliance. Karen Levine believes in home ownership. As a Colorado representative to the National Board of Realtors, Karen Levine works to protect private property rights. Since losing her mother to breast cancer, Karen Levine has helped organize a local fundraising event called Karen's for the Cure, raising money for breast cancer research. Karen Levine comes highly recommended by the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson. Choose Karen Levine to buy or sell your home because she understands that it's more than just a house. Call award-winning realtor Karen Levine with REMAX Alliance today at 303-877-7516. Dan Predovich and his team at Predovich & Company help your business plan ahead financially. The AmeriChicks with Kim Munson highly recommends Predovich & Company as your financial business consultant. Predovich & Company will take care of your tax preparation, bookkeeping, and business advisory services. Dan Predovich and his team want to learn about the unique needs of your business through real, honest dialogue. Because of their advanced technological capabilities, Predovich and Company can help clients anywhere in the United States. Call 303-791-3000 to start preparing now for tax season. Organize your business finances with Predovich and Company. Call 303-791-3000 today. Welcome back to the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson, where we dissect issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left. Agree or disagree, let's have a conversation. 
Be sure and check out our website, americhicks.com. Sign up for our emails and uh, keep those cards and letters coming. I love hearing from you. So you can email me at kim at americhicks.com. And we are the Americhicks on Facebook and Twitter as well. Um, I tell you, this last election in Colorado uh, has has unleashed a lot of wild stuff down at the Capitol. And one of the guys, when he was a state senator, he was term limited, uh, Senator Kevin Lundberg, really stood in the in the gap. He stood against a whole bunch of really bad stuff down there and uh, with great courage. And so we're we're just thrilled to have Senator uh, Kevin Lundberg on the line with us to talk about. Senate Bill 19042, which is concerning the adoption of an agreement among the states to elect the president of the United States by national popular vote. Senator Lundberg, uh, why is this not a good idea for Colorado? (laughs) Well, uh, first, uh, thanks for having me on. Great to have you. Uh, Well, and and I'll give you two answers. The, the first one, which I think every elected official needs to pay careful attention to, is it's a direct violation of the United States Constitution. But that doesn't seem to carry much <laughs> weight anymore with a lot of folks. I know. So let's, let's just look at the practical side of it, uh, which is uh, the way the, uh, the, the presidential elections are set up through the Electoral College is it gives every state autonomous authority in the decision-making process. And that's because every state has a certain number of electoral votes. That's according to how many people they have in Congress, how many senators and representatives. For Colorado, that's nine. And uh, those nine votes really count because they only have to count up to 271 to actually uh, win the, uh, the, the race. And if you just push everything to a national popular vote, then what the presidential politics will turn to is just looking at those huge population centers on the East Coast and the West Coast, a little bit around Chicago and down in Florida maybe, but uh, they're not going to pay attention to each individual state like they do today. Now, I know if you're up in Wyoming, you probably don't get, you get looked over regardless because you've only got three electoral votes. And it's almost guaranteed to go towards a Republican. But here in Colorado, it's been considered a battleground state. And frankly, we've, we've seen an awful lot of political action. And therefore, um, just in the national scope of things, the, the states get more attention given to them. Uh, and, and that translates into just a whole lot of uh, political advantages. But, you know, as I say, that's, that's my second reason. My first reason, which I think is the most important, is the Constitution very clearly uh, sets the system up. And some scheming political minds a uh, few years ago came up with this, uh, this idea of if the states just agree to send all their votes to the national popular winner, then, then we'll change everything. <clears throat> and that actually brings me to a third point. And you're liable to say, well, we've got to quit for a break now, so I'll stop there. <laughs> okay. So what is it? <clears throat> okay. Well, my, my third point uh, is, is that uh, uh, this, this, is a, um, this is a system that is so unconstitutional that it probably won't even hold up if it happens. The, the, the deal is, 
and you know, a lot of states have already signed on. California, New York, of Illinois, most particularly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, the the big population centers. Well, you know, it's some somewhat to their advantage. But if they get critical mass, and that's the way this works, is it says if there are enough states to actually represent a majority of electoral votes, then they all agree in the next election, presidential election, that they'll send their votes that way. Well, because it's so patently unconstitutional, this is the way it's going to work. If, in fact, they get that critical mass and they claim they've got about seven more states online to pass this before 2020, or at least before the presidential election in 2020, uh, I'm certain that it will be taken to the courts and the courts will look at it and say, wait a minute, there are two problems. One is the Electoral College is the exact opposite of this, and you're trying to go around the Constitution. And secondly, for any compact of states on an issue like this, you're to get the consent of Congress, and they're not doing that. Um, And then it'll be thrown out, and now you'll have this real political mess where the states expecting to send their votes to to the national popular vote winner, which is generally who wins the Electoral College, but not always. But anyway, they'll be expecting that, and the the Supreme Court will most probably say, no, you can't do that. Oh, and did I mention that it won't take a majority of states to even make this decision? So the majority of the states will probably be left out of the cold, not a part of the, the agreement, but being overridden by that. I think we'll have a constitutional crisis of immense proportions, uh, and we're just asking for a a political disaster, and I don't mean just a you know big thing that people will hand, wring their hands back in D.C. No, I believe some states will seriously consider whether they are going to be a part of this process. And I'll describe it in no better detail than that, but to say that, that those who are promoting this are playing with extremely dangerous fire. Well, I I agree, but I think also it takes away the voice of many, many people. So a couple of things. First of all, the courts, you mentioned that. Uh, That is one of the reasons that the radical progressive left, I think, has been just wringing their hands with Donald Trump as president and the fact that he's gotten two Supreme Court picks because this whole idea of neutering the Electoral College has been percolating on college campuses for years and uh, and I don't. They obviously never really thought that that um, the Democrat candidate would lose because there's been so many different. And and I think they've been playing chess uh, because this national uh, popular vote, getting rid of the electoral college, they've been working on this for a long time. And I'm, oh, yeah. I'm not sure that we have have actually explained why the electoral college is brilliant and why it is so important. And we've only got a couple of about two or three minutes, but, but you just mentioned (laughs) Wyoming has three electoral votes and it's because they have two senators and one representative, right? Correct. Okay. Now, and and so Colorado has nine, we have two senators and we have seven uh, people that we send to Congress. Now the big States like California, New York, (laughs) Illinois, they have a lot more representatives because they have a bigger population but the founders said wait a minute we want to make sure that the smaller states the minority and that's who the the radical progressive left say they are always standing up for is the minority but they want to you know uh, you know stomp on the minority here 
with changing the Electoral College because uh, the way it's it's figured out with your, you get your two senators and then how however many uh, representatives the state has, it was absolutely brilliant. And I just don't think people understand that. So last comment on that, Senator Lundberg, and thank you so much for joining us. Sure. Well, I really appreciate the opportunity here. And, and this is the takeaway I'd like people to, to understand here is is the states elect the president of the United States. The people elect the people that represent their state. But this is not, it was never designed to be a popular vote among everybody. It was designed to be a way that the independent sovereign states, independent to the extent the Constitution allows, and this is one place that it requires, actually, that those sovereign states elect the executive um, uh, officer for the United States of America. Uh, th- this is why I say it's so patently unconstitutional because it just violates it in every respect. And anybody who tells you otherwise is just not reading the text or not caring about it for sure. So, what is your website if people want more information about all the things that you're doing these days? Well, uh, I still keep my KevinLundberg.com alive. It's mostly so that they could sign up to a weekly email because right now, uh, being out of the Senate, I, uh, my biggest job around here in the legislature is I'm the executive director for the Republican Study Committee of Colorado. But uh, if you go to KevinLundberg.com and sign up for the uh, newsletter, uh, you'll learn all about it. Okay, well, fantastic. And, Senator Lundberg, we're going to have you on very soon to talk about this other bill. It's House Bill, uh, bill I think it's, um, is it 1032, which is this uh, sex the education sex bill, bill, where right. it's it's yeah. basically taking away the freedom for parents to, to choose the kind of the education for their kids and forcing a curriculum. And so I can't remember which day we have you scheduled, but I'm looking forward to that important conversation as well. So thank you so much. And have a great day, Senator Kevin Lumberg. Very good. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Let's jump over here. Jason McBride, Presidential Wealth Management. Uh, we had uh, given another shout-out to Spencer over at Alta Convenience Store, which, uh, you know, just a great guy doing a great job. And I appreciate you bringing that forward. We need to hear some, some good things like that, Jason. You betcha. Well, I just uh, woke up this morning, so other than you, I haven't run into anybody that's made my day yet. <laughs> okay, well, I'm glad to be the first. But, hey, you know, um, I, I, I had my physical just recently, and my doctor said, you're getting, he started the sentence with, you're getting to that age. And I said, I tell you what, if I ever have a doctor that starts with, you're getting to that age, I'm going to fire him. But I'm, yeah. a, I'm a baby boomer. And the baby boomers are getting to Social Security age. So, you know, let's talk a little bit about that. What, what do you, what's your thoughts about Social Security these days? Well, there's all kinds of uh, thoughts that I have. Uh, a couple are actually positive ones. Uh, one is Social Security is very tax-advantaged on a federal level because of the way it's calculated. Uh, number two, here in Colorado, uh, there's a thing called the Colorado Pension Annuity Subtraction, which means that you may not have to pay tax on uh, any or at least some of your Social Security income, depending on other income you have coming in. So uh, for the most part, it's one of the most tax-advantaged sources of income that you would have during your retirement. 
Well, that is interesting. I did not realize that about Colorado. You know, I think people are just overwhelmed about what to do about Social Security, and they don't know where to turn. Uh, You guys have some workshops coming up, right? Well, we do. We've got uh, classes coming up on Social Security on uh, February 7th and February 9th. And it's kind of a special bonus, uh, the the February 9th, if you didn't do it in your head, is on a Saturday. So after we do the Social Security class, and we're having a second one on taxes. So you can sign up for either one of those, Kim, by going to our landing page with you guys, chickspresidential.com. That's chickspresidential.com. Uh, sign up for one, sign up for both. Uh, they're absolutely free, no obligation. Uh, if you're not an internet type person, you'll have to wait till about 7:30 when someone's at the office. But you can also call and sign up by phone 303-694-1600. That's 303-694-1600. Or again, on the web at chickspresidential.com. Um, that sounds really interesting. So both Social Security and then uh, Social Security and taxes. Okay on the 9th and then Social Security on the 7th. So those That's sound like correct. really good really good uh, workshops. And be sure and check out chickspresidential.com. So, Jason, have a great day, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Kim. Okay. We are going to go to break. I, I was so inspired. Last night was our Vino and Veritas. It was a room full of people that were hungry to hear Dr. Thomas Cranawitter talk about the Federalist Papers, and it was just terrific. So we're going to have Brad Beck join us. He's with Liberty Toastmasters in this next segment to see what he has learned. He always has a great perspective. And then in the fourth segment, Rafe Patton, one of the uh, co-founders, owners of Harmony Ridge Construction, who was our sponsor last night, is going to share his takeaways as well. So this is Kim Munson with the AmeriChicks. We'll be right back. You want to succeed, so you need to dress for the job, event, or relationship that you seek. For over 30 years, entrepreneur, stylist, and Americhick Kim Munson has been helping women look their very best with well-priced, made-to-measure clothes that fit a busy lady's lifestyle. Gals, if you want to up your game and freshen your look, email Kim at Americhicks.com for your initial style consult. Kim at Americhicks.com. Social media is important to the AmeriChicks, since it's an avenue we can utilize to hear from and speak to all of our friends. For those of you who enjoy listening to the show, we'd love to hear what's on your radar. Follow us and talk to us at AmeriChicks Twitter and Facebook pages. Also, if you're a business owner who could benefit from some extra foot traffic from like-minded friends, consider advertising on the AmeriChicks radio show. Contact us at AmeriChicks.com or email Kim at AmeriChicks.com. Hey, welcome back to the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson, where we dissect issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left, agree or disagree. Let's have a conversation. Be sure and check out our website, AmeriChicks.com. Sign up for our emails. We'll keep you apprised of all the uh, upcoming events, things that you need to know about. And uh, let me know what you think. Email me at Kim at AmeriChicks.com. We are the AmeriChicks on Facebook and Twitter as well, offering a conservatarian perspective. Last night, something very special happened right here in the metro area. It was our very first Vino and Veritas with Dr. Thomas Cranner-Witter and Speakeasy Ideas. Uh, we are doing a book club on the Federalist Papers. It will be the fourth Monday of each month. If you would like to sign up, 
go to speakeasyideas.com slash vino. Uh, but we have on the line with us a good friend, Brad Beck. He is one of the co-founders of Liberty Toastmasters, realizing how important it is to be able to communicate. And Toastmasters is a great place for people to learn to be leaders. So, Brad Beck, welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing unbelievable. Good morning, Kim. You know, I, I was telling Steve when I got on the phone this morning, I didn't sleep well last night because my mind was just racing, but it was one of those great racing because I was so excited for the presentation that uh, Tom did and just the amount of people and the enthusiasm in the room last night was just, just incre- you know, incredible. It was, I, I, it was I, special. It was really it was. special. To have that many people gathered to listen and to learn together about a document that was almost lost because it wasn't taught for many, many, many years. And last night, Tom laid the groundwork for why read this great book, this series of really pamphlets and newspaper articles written for the people of New York to understand what was going on in Philadelphia and the whole experiment of a, a new constitution. And uh, but you know, before we get into that, you know, I was listening to Dr. to uh, Senator Lundberg, and you know, what was interesting as he was talking about that bill going through the the Senate right now. I thought. Gosh, why don't somebody put together a uh, a repeal of the 17th Amendment, since we're talking about the Constitution and the Federalist Papers, and, and throw that right back into the face of the folks that are trying to uh, destroy the very structure of this brilliant system of uh, small-r republicanism. And Okay, the know, 17th Amendment... Refresh our memory. Yes, the the repeal of the direct vote of two senators from each state. Uh Aha. To go back to the states and give the states the representation, but it was put into place to give more of a popular vote. And uh, so anyways, I I was trying to connect the dots because I was listening to them, and I thought, you know what, last night listening about the Federalists, the purpose of the Constitution, you know, there's a lot of uh, things that happened, especially around the early part of the Progressive Era, that in uh, the 17th Amendment is one of them, right. to get more power to uh, the people and take it away from the states. And, you know, there was a balance that the founders put together with the separation of powers and the checks and balances, and Tom laid the groundwork mm-hmm. to that last night. And as he said, and, and probably my greatest uh, takeaway from that is to be patient with reading the Federalist Papers. I've read you know, Federalist 10 and 61 and the various ones that everybody cites, but he laid out the groundwork, the premise for the whole uh, reading of a document that at the time was written for farmers and people who are merchants and just the common person, and today we have a tough time reading it, and yet uh, it was written for those folks in the community to understand what was going on in Philadelphia. Well, and that is an interesting point. With all of the the talk that we have about education, and of course Kamala Harris is, is advocating for free college education, when you read the Federalist Papers and you realize it was everyday folks... Uh, farmers and and merchants, they would read these words. And the, the words, the, the the writing style, I mean, sometimes, you know, I've not read the complete Federalist Papers. I'm so excited about this. But I have to go look up words so that I understand <laughs> what they are exactly. Yep. And, and um, I think that, 
going over to Kamala Harris, there is an elitism in this whole progressivism and the, the, the radical progressive activists that we have now. There's this elitism as far as they know better, and then there's all of the unwashed masses down here, which is opposite to what was going on with America and the Constitution. It was everyday working people that they, they sat around and they talked about these big ideas. And our Vino and Veritas last night was, I think, somewhat reminiscent of that, to come together with food and drink. And, Brad, I also saw friendships that are starting. Uh, people came, and you couldn't sit at a table by yourself. There was every seat was spoken for. And so people had to start to talk to each other, and I thought yeah. that was pretty awesome. It was. I, I saw a lot of friends, but then I saw a lot of people and was introduced to some folks I had not met before. And so I think it's going to be a great opportunity for I think there's probably 70 folks there, uh, 65, 70 folks that, you know, will will develop into friendships and also have like minds in the sense that they'll have an understanding of this well-placed, well-put-together document that helped reinforce the reason we have a Constitution. And uh, I, I think the other insight I got last night was Tom's approach towards the end of talking about this being a subtle book. In other words, there are esoteric themes throughout it, and it wasn't written to be direct, although there are some portions in there that you read and you go, yeah, that's what that means. But back in the day, Tom was talking about you didn't win discussions and persuade people by telling them they were wrong or that's not right. And it reminded me a lot of Toastmasters. You, you subtly go through, you tell your story, you talk about an experience, and you draw people in. And I think that's the way... The idea of Publius, the, the three minds that were one, uh, John Jay and Alexander Hamilton and, and uh, James Madison, wrote this as one mind, even though they're three separate individuals. They were trying to get a, a point across to a group of folks, especially in the state of New York and later to other states, of why the importance, the gravitas of this new document, as opposed to the previous document, which was the Articles of Confederation. And uh, so I was sitting there just taking notes left and right. But the idea of a subtle esoteric theme running throughout the, the, the book uh, really spoke to me last night. And I, I was just so excited. I started writing when I got home. And like I said, I didn't get much sleep, but the coffee's <laughs> helping this morning. <laughs> well, that, that's for sure. And you're going to have to help me on this. I, one of my takeaways was when Dr. Cranawitter was talking about how they chose the name Publius versus, uh, let's see... Uh, Cato and Brutus. Yeah, Cato and Brutus. Uh, right. So was that the uh, Anti-Federalists? I can't remember, but... Yes. But, so C- Cato and Brutus were really at the end of the Roman Empire, am I right? Correct. Okay. Correct, yeah. And so here and they chose... Go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I was... Well, they had chosen these names. They were writing under these uh, pseudonyms, pseudonyms of, of Brutus and Cato, and these... These were philosophers. These were, were people at the end of the Roman Empire as it was declining. And the founders had all studied all of these different societies to try to figure out what was, was good as they were building this country, this idea, and what they, they didn't want to do. And, and just on that note, America, the United States of America, is the only country in the history of mankind that has ever been founded on an idea. And that is what's so amazing about it. But so when Madison and Jay and Hamilton said, as, as you mentioned, that they were going to write under one name, 
They went to Publius, who, who lived 500 years earlier at the height of the Roman Empire when, when things were, were prosperous and people were thriving. And so they chose that name. And so I think we're going to learn, Brad, that there was really probably nothing by accident in the Federalist Papers. No, not at all. And Tom also brought up the, the idea of him having the name Publius Verilus, I believe is the correct uh, pronunciation. Um, but his last name that the people gave him was Publicola, which is lover of the people. And so this was a document and, and a group of documents put together and put in the voice of Publius, the lover of the people, and explaining to the people why this document was so important. But Publius 500 years earlier when the founding of the Republic and so that uh, was was poignant in the fact that the name that they used was to get out to the people that this was the start of a new experiment, a new republic, uh, with a lot more uh, ideas that had to do with balance and had to do with separation of powers and had to do with a citizenry that got involved in their government. It wasn't exclusive. It wasn't elitist. And, uh, boy, we've come a long way from there, and I think I'm ex- really excited because I think this particular group will get me back to understanding and be able to articulate ideas that will reinforce in everyday language to the people, to our friends, to our sphere of influence, why this document is so important to us today. Well, and Brad, we have just a couple of minutes, but to that point, uh, this this idea in, in a room full of people there, and, and come from and every, you know all different kinds of political spectrums. It, I mean, it re- was really a mix, which is just fantastic, which is how it's supposed to be. But to to first of all understand why we believe what we believe, and then to be able to articulate it, and just a couple of minutes on Liberty Toastmasters because that is so important where people are learning how to articulate these messages. And so just a a quick shout out on, you know, explain, um, you know, where we meet, just, you know, just a quick information on that. So the next meeting of Liberty Toastmasters in Denver, it takes place at the Independence Institute this Saturday from 10 a.m. to 12. And we usually have two to three speakers, which are prepared speeches. We have an opportunity called Table Topics, which is speaking extemporaneously. We evaluate everything. We have a grammarian. We bring back whether or not you have an ah, a nam, a double clutch, which is starting and, and stopping and starting again in your speech. And you really have an awareness of what you're saying and how you're saying it and how you relate to an audience. And I think this is critical, is that you're speaking for an audience. And one of the fun things about it is to see people... Uh, myself included, to go from being you know, fearful to being fabulous by practicing and showing up and to be getting better in a safe environment that allows people to experiment and to try different things. And so we invite all to come and visit us. We're LibertyToastmasters.org, I believe it is, on our website. And uh, come and visit and partake in the opportunity to be a better speaker and a better leader. That's for sure. And actually, I think it's liberty.toastmastersclubs.org. Clubs. Yeah, I always forget the clubs. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, the other thing is, is then Liberty North meets the second and fourth Saturdays of each month up in Longmont, right? Correct. Yep. At 619 Ken Pratt Boulevard. They also have a website. And it's the same structure and a little different culture, but it's just a lot of fun. Uh, We enjoy each other's company. And uh, usually it's... uh, a learning environment where we theme each meeting, and that's what makes us different than most other Toastmasters clubs. All our themes around individual rights, the proper role of government, 
and to be an active and engaged citizen. Well, you got it. So we need to know why we believe what we believe and be able to articulate that. So Brad Beck, Liberty Toastmasters, and uh, Vino and Veritas last night, thank you so much. Uh, Greatly appreciate it. Bye-bye. Okay. And we're going to go to break. We have on the line with us Rafe Patton. He is one of the co-founders of Harmony Ridge Construction. They were uh, the sponsor, presenting sponsor last night for Vino and Veritas. Before we do that, though, we'd like to talk just a little bit about Chris Cantwell. It's 2019. And what do we want to do with our future? You've worked hard, and maybe the kids don't want that business. So what do you do? You're going to need to sell it. Or maybe you've recently retired and you would like to create cash flow, be your own boss. It's time for you to buy a business. And Chris Cantwell is a business broker with Transworld Business Advisors. He's the guy you need to talk to. Chris Cantwell buys and sells, helps you buy and sell opportunity. He's an advocate for entrepreneurship, the voluntary exchange of value between individuals, and the rights of business owners to thrive and flourish. Uh, Chris Cantwell knows that small businesses drive the economic engine of America. So reach out to Chris Cantwell for a complimentary consultation to find out how he can help you sell your business business or by your next opportunity. His website is cccellscompanies.com. That's like Chris Cantwell. So cccellscompanies.com. Let him know, you know, the Americhicks. We're going to go to break. And then uh, Rafe Patton, presenting sponsor with his wife, Twee, on uh, the Vino and Veritas last night. We want to hear what his takeaways are. So this is Kim Munson with the Americhicks. We'll be right back. Work with mortgage professionals who will give you quick and accurate financial advice. Home Mortgage Alliance has the knowledge and expertise to explore the many financial options available to you. The mortgage process can be stressful, and as interest rates rise, it's more important than ever to get pre-qualified now so you're ready to buy. Call Kim Sturtz and Mark Cook with Home Mortgage Alliance to make sure that you're making the right financial choice for you and your family. 303-888-2732. Kim and Mark will remain available to you 24-7 to help you through the process. Choose the only mortgage professionals recommended by the Americhicks with Kim Munson. Call Kim and Mark with Home Mortgage Alliance today, 303-888-2732. Hey, welcome back to the Americhicks with Kim Munson, where we dissect issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left, agree or disagree. We need to have these conversations. Be sure and check out our website, americhicks.com. Sign up for our our emails. We are the Americhicks on Facebook and Twitter as well. And uh, we have Rafe Patton on the line with us with Harmony Ridge Construction. They uh, were our presenting sponsors last night for Vino and Veritas. Rafe, hold on for just about 10 seconds because Guy Benson just sent out a tweet. We talked about this in the first segment. Kamala Harris apparently was asked uh, by Jake Tapper about health care, her health care plan. And she says that basically she wants to get rid of private health insurance. So 150 million people would lose their health plans. And Guy really kind of hits it here. He says, yes, Kamala, uproot 150 million Americans from their existing health care arrangements, eliminate private plans, and hand the whole thing over to the famously efficient, never corrupt, and super accountable federal bureaucracy. How to pay for it? LOL, let's move on from that question to, I think, Guy Benson pretty well nailed it in that tweet. So, Rafe Patton, last night, what a night. And thank you to you and Twee for for uh, being our sponsors with Harmony Ridge uh, Construction last night. It was just awesome. Good morning, Kim. How are you? I'm good. Did you get any sleep? Uh, Brad Beck said he didn't get much sleep because his mind was, uh, <laughs> was just going a million miles. How about you? Did you get any rest? We had a hard time... Uh, stopping the conversation last night. It was, you know, it was very interesting. It was a lot of fun. Tom is just fantastic. You know, I'm sure there are lots of people who think 
gosh, this has got to be boring to talk about, but he, it's not, and he makes it fascinating. He's uh, he kind of keeps you on the edge of your seat. It's very, very interesting. He's a fantastic speaker. He knows this stuff. I mean, it just it's like it flows through his veins. Well, and, and he has a real passion for it. So we start, sure so five to six is mix and mingle. And Rafe, I really think that there's going to be wonderful friendships. I mean, there's people that are coming as friends yes. now, but I could see yep. friendships developing because every seat was spoken for. So that didn't mean that you could have a table of two, you know, sit at a table of four with just two people. So you ended up right. getting to meet other folks. And I, I love that. There was so much passion. Uh, Dr. Cranowitter started at six. And he completed his part of the program at 7.45, and it seemed like 15 minutes to me. Yeah, it went by very fast. And then you riffed after that, and yours was fantastic. You, you, I got misty-eyed listening to uh, what you had to say. Uh-huh. Is, these are, um, anyway, I have two kids, and, and the stuff that's going on right now is it, it's perilous. You know, this is scary, scary times for our, our country. And for Colorado, I'm a Colorado native, and I can't believe the bills that are going through right now. Um, this is time, it was one of the things that I got from last night, is call to action. It is time for people to get involved because the left is involved. They are pushing things forward, and we need to, we need to push back. I mean, we need to be on the offense, not the defense. We need to be talking about what we're passionate about, not arguing against their stupid arguments. I mean, one that pops into, into mind right now is the uh, heroin injection sites. How is this happening? You know, we need to be moving things forward. You know, Rafe, I've thought about that as well uh, in, with legislation that, that's you know, coming down at the state house. Whereas the founders believed in thriving and flourishing and prospering people, Right. And so they wanted to put in place this constitution that would embody this vision of the declaration of of people thriving and prospering and going after their hopes and dreams to move to. You mentioned these injection sites to have government assisting in people destroying themselves. You know, how did how did we get to that? Or in uh, New York, they just signed a an abortion bill that my understanding is, is that that a, a a baby could be aborted right up to the time of birth. And actually, if the baby survives, that in essence, that the baby, they, they could kill the baby. I mean, it... it, it, it just leave it. Yeah. I, I just can't believe that. So how did we move from the vision of, of the Constitution, which we're learning about in the Federalist Papers, where we, we want to make sure that people can thrive and flourish. We And, and I think inherently most people want that, Rafe, uh, to uh, a government where we have in Colorado uh, assisting people in destroying themselves. The positive thing, Rafe, is I think the veil is off. We now know what the, what the fight is. and But yeah. we have to make sure that we know why we believe what we believe. And that's why this Vino and Veritas is, is so exciting. And again... For for you guys to step up and sponsor, be a presenting sponsor, I mean, you guys were out of the box quickly and said, we we think this is important. And gosh, we really appreciate that. It it took two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> that was an easy decision to make. And uh, I didn't realize it was, we had a whole year of sessions. And so last night, uh, I'd learned that, but we signed up immediately for the whole year. And it was, uh, I'm glad we did. 
Well, that's going to be a lot of fun, very interesting, and uh, and a lot of very interesting people there. Yeah, and yeah, it, and it was folks across the political spectrum, which again yeah. I, I think is awesome. And there were different age groups, and uh, so it's a really going to be a special thing. So, final thought on that, and then I'd like to chat just a little bit about Harmony Ridge Construction. You guys are entrepreneurs. Uh, so, a final thought on Vidom Veritas. Anything else you'd like to say? Uh, people should go. I, that's yeah. I, I think I've. I think I already blurted out everything that had come to mind from last night. <laughs> I just can't speak highly enough about it, though. It really was a great time. Okay, well, fantastic. Let's change gears just a little bit. Uh, Harmony Ridge Construction, uh, you guys have a, a really special company that you, you've brought together. You have a, a lot of experience uh, as you bring together your team. And so just give us a little bit of information about that. Tell us what you do. And, of course, we want people to know how they can reach you. Yes, it's... Uh, we're about four years old, and it started uh, probably started 15 years ago as an idea between my partner Colin and myself. Uh, I was in the oil and gas industry, and he comes out of the commercial construction business, uh, having run projects all over the world. And we we gotta get we need to do something. We should start a business, and things just kind of came together, and both of us had time, and so we started this company. I've been doing. Uh, fix and flips for about 25 years, so I brought that that portion, and we both have a passion for uh, for our clients. It's really what it's about for quality work, being proud of what we do, and what we seek to to do is create raving fans in our clients. Uh, we're we're about the referrals, we're about long term relationships, and by doing that, then. They get contagious, and they go out there, and they're, they infect other people who then come to us, and, and we get referrals from them and have long-term relationships and you know, find ourselves going back and back to their homes and uh, meeting their family and going to their, working in their homes also. And it's just been, uh, it's really been a joy. It's been an amazing four years, and we love what we do, and, and we're growing. Well, that and, and another thing is, you guys stay apprised of of all the new products that are coming out. Uh, I mean, there's always new, innovative things that are coming out in the construction uh, arena, and you guys stay on top of that all the time. Yeah, that's been something that's fun, also. That I'm kind of a, a gadget geek, and so it, it gives me an excuse to to do that. So when my wife says, "What are you doing?" I'm working. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, huh? <laughs> So if people want more information, Rafe Patton, where can they find it? Uh, our website is HarmonyRidgeConstruction.com. Uh, my phone number, I don't know if I want to throw that out. HarmonyRidgeConstruction.com. Yeah, that's just one contact. good. you can find all our contact information there. Okay, well, that's perfect. So Rafe Patton with Harmony Ridge Construction, thank you so much. And thanks for your insight uh, regarding your experience last night at Vino and Veritas. It was great having you there. And, uh, and it's for the whole year. You guys are signed up. So we'll see you the fourth Monday in February. And, and do your homework. You have to do your homework, you know. <laughs> yes, I know. I need to get the book. <laughs> that's, that's right. So Rafe Patton, thanks so much. Have a great day. Thank you, you too, Kim. Okay. Well, Steve, uh, as always, thank you to you for running the boards uh, like you do. Thank you so much. You're more than welcome. It's uh, it's always neat to see a show come together 
and uh, we hope we're, we're doing a good job and more and more people are finding us each and every day, each week. Well, somebody last night uh, said, is there any other stations on the dial other than 560? And I said, no, there's not. That's yours. That's yours. That's the place. So good answer. <laughs> you got it. So our quote for today seemed appropriate. Alexander Hamilton, 1802. He says the present Constitution is the standard standard to which we are to cling under its banners. Bona fide. Must we combat our political foes rejecting all changes? But through the channel itself provides for amendments. Huh. Take a note on that. So 2019, read great books, think good thoughts, listen to beautiful music, communicate and listen well, live honestly and authentically, strive for high ideals, and like Superman, stand for truth, justice, and the American way. This is Kim Munson with the AmeriChicks signing off. God bless you and God bless America.